Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. This is episode four. And that's Justin over there. Mark told you it was episode four in our recording batch, which means we've got a little bit of a buzz going oh, on. Oh, shit. That's what he meant. That's what he I meant. I was so confused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I really was. I'm like... Why would he say that? Yeah. Like, this is episode, like, 90-something. I can't yeah. do the math on it right now. Yeah, I, I don't I know where it is. I think it's 95. No. 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 96 or 7, somewhere in that range. But the road to 100. 100 is in sight, my friend. Yes. Um, Can you believe that? 100 episodes is in sight. It is. Um, I, Two years is in sight. I'm, I'm trying. Well, we, we are trying to do something for. That would for, be 104. I know, but that's yeah. still in sight. That's close. Yes. Yeah. We were trying to do something for our two-year anniversary. Stay yeah. tuned. But, like, 100 episodes is a pretty good milestone. I would say so. That was you a know. movie, you know, starring John Ritter. 100 episodes? Stay tuned. Oh, yes. I oh. do know Stay Tuned. Oof, right no. there. Actually, I, I vividly remember that movie. I saw that. He, he buys a satellite. At a really bad movie theater in East from, oh, uh, from the devil. Yeah. Right, yes. right. Yes. I have seen that movie numerous times and I enjoy that movie. It I is a pretty it is a pretty it. campy, funny movie. Right, but you gotta accept that it's just bad. I just yeah. remember, you know what I remember the most about that? Is that he sword fights the guy in the last scene. Yes. And he goes, I was captain of my college fencing team, and I just go, You are not fencing, you are doing garbage work right now. <laughs> <laughs> you watched Princess Bride <laughs> twice. That's all you did. Yeah. <laughs> I have something to tell Which, you. That's it, movie. Those guys Carrie Elwes and uh, I'm gonna call him Nico Montoya because I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, Mandy um, uh, Patankin. That's it. Actually trained with fencing masters. Yeah. for like six months. Mm-hmm. Like they would film in the morning and then their afternoons, like all six, like six hours in the afternoon, would be spent training with these fencing masters to actually do it. So they did that whole sequence. It wasn't any stunt guys. They did the whole sequence, and I was like, much respect. Yeah. If you ever get, if you're a fan of that movie. Read Carioli's books as you wish. It's a pretty good read. Quick read. Unlike other Robin Hoods, I can speak with a British accent. <laughs> yes. Yes, Carioli's not that movie, but still good. What's funny is that Mark is one of the few people who is not a fencer yeah. that knows that movie as well as all of the people that we know that fence. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That movie's a classic. Oh, it, it is a classic, but it's funny how... You mean you'll put down your rock, I'll put down my sword, and we'll kill each other like civilized men? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you would probably know it better than the a lot of fencers I know. The fire swamp is fantastic. We're thinking about setting up a, a summer home here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. The words of unusual size? Yes, the R-O-U-S's. Um, today, we are visiting for the third time uh, Barrage Brewing Company. Yes. Which, fantastically, even though it's the third time we've visited there, we are still having three different beers that we have never had on the show before. I think that's one of the hallmarks. The two things I think about when I think about Barrage is... Um, the tiny the, tasting room? The, well, I, actually, I wasn't aware of the tiny tasting room. I hadn't been there until uh, um, Steve has graciously uh, allowed the BJCP uh, class to take over his tasting room on Wednesdays. Thanks for that, Steve. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, but the two things I think about are uh, variety... Yeah, and the ability to um, have weird shit in beer and taste every bit of it. Yeah, Steve really does work magic with how he's able to make every little bit of the ingredient list show up in the taste. Yeah, I mean, there's the yada 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 
Which is right. that's the Snickers one, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that, and, and that's pretty much always on the board. Yeah, yeah and that salt and fudgery is another really popular one that you always see. Yeah, there. salt and fudgery. I think is uh, mar- it's got marshmallow in it. If I don't remember something correctly, like something that. like that. I don't you really you taste every every if if, it, if there's an ingredient on the board labeled, you're going to taste it in the beer. Yeah, but neither of those are beers that we have here today. Today we have the Hoochie Mama. Which is what, Mark? What is that kind of beer? That's a brown ale. That's a brown ale. We also have a cream ale from them called the Clancy. And the ESB, what's the ESB called again? Evil, Evil bitch. bitch. Evil Bitch. So we have a couple different varieties from them. And I'm looking forward to trying these. When I went to pick them up, I did not get a chance. I was running a little late, so I just ran in, grabbed the Crowlers, and ran out. So I did not get a chance to try any of these beforehand. I haven't had... Um... I think I may have had the Hoochie Mama once before, maybe at a festival or something. I think the Hoochie Mama is one of their, I say standards. I think they've had it for a while, um, but I'm not 100% sure. Right. The Clancy, I think, is new, and I think the Evil Bitch is new as well. Yeah. So they, They're all new to me as far as I'm aware. So we're starting with Evil Bitch, the ESB. What's the Evil Bitch come in at, Justin? You've got the can over I there. do. Um, 6.2? Mm, nope, I have a date on it. There's no uh, alcohol uh, labeled on that's it. Six twenty nine when I yeah. picked it up. Okay, um, I really like. I said I was running late, so I did not get a chance to shoot the uh, picture of the board or anything like that. But let's see what's on the Instagram. In, as Mark checks the Instagram, I will check the periodic table of beer styles for ESB. ESB, where are you hiding? That Anyone? is forty five extra special bitter. Forty five extra special bitter. Scrolling up on my evil bitch is five point eight percent ABV. All right, extra special bitter, low carbonation, very strong bitterness, malty, high hop aroma and flavor. Fuller's ESB and Young Special London Ale are yes. given as examples. So this is a, a British style of beer that, if I'm not mistaken, kind of came out of the whole idea behind being taxed based on the amount of alcohol that you have. Um, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Right, so extra special being the highest alcohol right, variety, exactly. And the the bitter um, bitter part of it, like when I when first started drinking beer, you see ex- extra special bitter. You're like, I don't like bitter things, so you don't drink it. However, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a misnomer, right? I mean, the English in the grand scheme of, of English beers, especially from the time. They're, they were always malt forward beers. Yeah. This is a bitter, more bitter version of that. Which is still tamed by American oh. craft beer standards. Yes, oh, without it's question. Insane. It does. I think if uh, if you compare this to American standards for bitterness, they'd just be like, "What? There's nothing here." It basically just means on. it's it's balanced. Like yeah. it doesn't. It's not sweet. Like um, essentially. Yeah. Es Esb has become one of the uh, when I find English, you know, Esbs. That that's a variety that I look for. I find that. Um, American ESB sometimes get a little overdone still. Yeah, as, I, as with everything, we, we got to go uh, to the nth degree. I would say that this is a uh, dark amber in color with a fair amount of haze. And uh, it's been in the glass for a little while now, but when I first poured this out, this had a ridiculous head on it. Yeah, I mean, even when I swirl it up, the head and the lacing indicate, you know, great head retention. Yeah, it's, From, a, it's a nice light head, too, to it. Yeah, it's a very, it's a, I would say, off-white head. The aroma, I get uh, a really nice uh, toast quality, like a bread crust um, smell. Yeah, it's definitely toast. Yeah, like toast, almost wheat bread toast. You know, not white yeah, bread, but right. But but no, no, I'm, no. Yeah, I, I'm, very I'm making a distinction there because you can definitely smell the difference. That's yeah, very no. accurate, and you are correct. It's just that I have not actually bought white bread for consumption in my house in probably 
a dozen years, if yeah. not more. That uh, why I said toast yeah. because that's what I have is right. wheat bread. I will say this: um, we found. What do you look for? Uh, uh, some sort of tissue or something. Okay. My swirl failed, and it it, uh, it landed on my laptop, but not on the keys. So there we're okay go. with so that. So we're safe. Yeah. Um, no, Rachel found this one bread that's it's a white bread. It's a I think it's like a Sara Lee white bread or something, but it's like a nice thick cut loaf. Oh, a country style loaf kind yeah. of thing. Oh, makes really good for grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, it sounds been, good. Which has been one of her uh, her pregnancy foods has been <laughs> nice. grilled cheese sandwiches. So pickles. <laughs> No. No pickles? No, no pickles, just grilled cheese sandwiches and frozen pizzas. Yeah, she's been on the, the frozen like the frozen pizza jam for a while, oh, right? Dude, like that pesto frozen pizza, she was like nominal. She on that. was all on that and, and did I've become a connoisseur of frozen pizzas. <laughs> which I'm so, not I'm not even completely angry about. Tombstone Giorno or Red Baron or Okay, so Red Baron makes a French bread one that yeah. doesn't really have sauce on it that just has a lot of cheese is almost like cheesy garlic bread okay which is amazing but really the best one is the trader joe's has an arugula and cauliflower crust or what cauliflower crust no 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 regular crust but it's prosciutto and arugula which is again not a a whole lot of sauce not sauce is uh upsetting her so it's not really been the thing but dude that that pizza is awesome See, when I was a kid, my mother used to get the uh, Mama Celeste that are like ten for ten. Oh yeah, they're always ten for ten. They put that shit in the those circular. Are horrendous. They're so bad. They put those in the circular, like those? like ten for ten, like it's a special. Nah, oh, no. those shits are ten for ten all the time. They're just filling space. They, yeah, yeah, they're just trying to get rid of them. Honestly, the, I like they come with uh, this like it looks like a foil plastic covered foil thing you put in the microwave when you microwave. Yeah, that's so supposed to crisp it up. Okay. Right, that never fucking works ever. But like, I still love them. Oh no! Like I know fifteen ones... years ago, when I was working at the Home Depot, that doesn't exist anymore. Where is it? Is no longer there. Right. And, you know, I uh, decided to go and grab lunch at the Pathmark, which no longer exists. Well, yeah, Pathmark's dead as a doornail. And, uh, you know, I grabbed a couple of those because they were advertised as on sale or whatever. I was like, yeah, what the hell, I'll I'll try these. And, like, I heated up one after I got back to the break room at Home Depot, and it was horrendous. And I was like, oh, God, this is terrible. And I decided that I was just going to leave the second one in one of the break room fridges because there was one guy that was notorious for just grabbing random food in said refrigerators and eating it. And it so happened that I was in the break room taking a break while he wandered in to the break room and was like, ah, I'm hungry and went into the fridge and actually ended up grabbing the pizza <laughs> that I had given up <laughs> to him. You said so you sacrificed it to the, to and, the gods. And, you know, he, he microwaved it, whatever, and somebody like called him out on it. He was like, you know, it was like, oh, Joe, is that your pizza? And he was like, oh, no, I don't know who's it is. Like, and I'm like, actually, that's mine. It was like, oh, shit. Because apparently it was the first time that anybody, like, called him on it. Oh. at In in the act. And he felt so bad about it. And I was like, no, no, it's totally fine. Doing- I left it in there because I knew you would eat it. Because <laughs> I didn't want it. That's how bad it was. <laughs> that, uh, that The taste of that still, like, it's nostalgia that makes it taste good to me. I haven't had one in a long time. I might hook some up. Um, but anyway, how the fuck do we get on frozen pizzas? And now we're going to have to have a poll about frozen pizza. Which frozen pizza brands are the best? So yeah. It's not delivery. <laughs> it's DiGiorno. Yes. Um, but it's ESBs that have been 
kind of one of my new. I'm not gonna say my jam, but they've been one of those, one of those varieties that have shown up a little bit more on my radar, and that now I'm a l- more willing to go and try them. Yeah, bitters are definitely underappreciated. Yeah, I think that I, I honestly, obviously, the name I think keeps them from being on something that a lot of people. I think that if you see that and you want you want something bitter and you order it, you'll be disappointed because it's right. not overly bitter. And if and you it, don't like bitter, you're not going to order it. Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of one of those... It, it's, it's a misnomer. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that... I think Sorry. there are definitely some pl- local places that make something close to it, but I think they end up calling it something else. Like yeah. English Pale Ale, I think, would be a, a, a name that you might see for something. Yeah, like I know uh, Long Island used to have an ESB on all the time. And yeah, I think that they, they still do it, occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't remember seeing, I don't recall seeing it in quite some yeah. time, so I wasn't sure if it was something that was still made. No, they definitely do. Um, you know, to describe the beer, the flavor of the beer, you it's it's malt forward. There's, yeah, it's there's got, enough, ba- it's enough bitterness from hops to balance it, and enough right, it, just the right amount of bitterness to balance it out, uh, to prevent it from being cloying. So that you're like, hmm, I want to know the sip. If I described it, I would say that it's sweet. For sure, caramel sweetness is the number one flavor. In, in the finish, there's enough bitterness, like you said, to keep it from being cloying. But the yeah. flavor of it is sweet. Yeah, they they seem to add enough. Um, there's enough hop characteristic to keep it from becoming. And it does cloying. have a, it does have a fair amount of the the as Kevin said before, like the wheat bread toast. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's sweet wheat bread toast, and just enough bitterness so that it's not. Playing yeah. on the palate, yeah. yeah, a little bit of molasses in there just to kind of create that. Uh, yeah, but it's, yeah, that, it's, that sweetness flavor a little it's bit. Just the hint of it. Yeah, like, it's it's not crazy. There's enough molasses there that you're like, I think I might taste molasses, but yeah. not enough where you get the strong roast. Yeah, character I, I think from wheat bread. Wheat bread to me is like the most the best descriptor for this beer. Like, if a pilsner, if a normal pilsner is white bread, like this is wheat bread. Yeah, it's similar, a little bit sweeter. And a little bit more full body, but nothing that's going to be really changing your world on it. That being said, it's really tasty and super drinkable. Yeah, this is um, becoming one of my favorite things to drink. Um, at the, uh, because we're having an ESB, I have to give a shout out to, uh, we'll, we'll call him super fan Greg Kelly. Uh, he had an ESB that made it to the final round of NHC. It didn't uh, end up getting a medal. AKA but, the National Homebrew Competition. Right, thank you. Um, but it didn't get, end up getting a medal, but... It, but finalists there is pretty Yeah, it, it got a gold medal in the for the for New York City. Okay. Um for the for that and it it was a, it's a great beer. Um <laughs> it's pretty funny. He brought it to the uh he was teaching at the BJCP class that Mark and I keep talking about and uh, he had brought it to taste and there was uh, uh green apple acetaldehyde off flavor in what he brought to class. Oh okay. yeah. Which was obviously scary because he had just right. shipped it to to NHC. He confirmed me later. He went home and tasted it. It must have been something off with the with the glass that he put it in okay. or something because it wasn't in the actual beer. But it was pretty amusing to see him like fuck. Yeah, like, he, he, was like, he was very he was sweating it a lot. Right. I yeah. wouldn't blame him. Yeah, I would have sweat probably sweated a little more than him. I <laughs> would have been a little more nervous. But uh, that was a fantastic beer and a, a very similar to this. Um, you know, had that the same quality where the bitterness was there for balance. It was it was a very solid example of style. Yeah, I'm liking this. Um, this one's probably going to fall in a growler for me. Yeah. Um, I could knock back a couple of these, and this could be, like, I could see this being my everyday kind of drinker. Like, I'm just going to have, I want a beer. I just want a beer to have with dinner, with 
after dinner, whatever it is, you know, I can see myself opening up something like this and just having one. Yeah, I'm, I'm along the same lines. It's going to be a growler for me as well. It's a very easy drinking beer. Yeah. You know, in contrast to other styles that I really like that are complex, like the previous episode we did with uh, Hill Farms that with the Saisons and the, and the Robust, there's, there are fewer descriptors to describe this beer, but it is equally as high quality. And um, you, can, you can throw them back all day and, and enjoy every, every second of it. I'm with you guys, but I'm going to cap it at the bomber. Uh, it, it is really good. I like it. It excels in its simplicity. But after the second glass, I'm going to want to have something else. That's fair. The, um, it is, uh, the simplicity I, you know, may, may lead you to, to go somewhere else. Yeah, if you're looking for something that you can contemplate and something that you're going to, you know, dissect the the different layers of flavor, I don't think this is the beer for you right now. Um, but oh, popping at the point where you want just a beer, my lip gloss. There's no reason to not have the. There's no reason why this one wouldn't meet what you want. Yes, Mark, your lip lip gloss, lip gloss is popping. I would actually pay good money to. You know what? I'd like to make if you you know you had mentioned earlier that you might uh, you you may uh, call me out at an LIBME meeting to do. A uh, throwdown you for dark British beers. Me out. If we do that, call me now. If we do that and I win, I want you to wear a lip lip gloss for a week. <laughs> I would. I, that would be amazing to me. I would do it, and no one would say anything because my lips are very naturally glossy. <laughs> All right, so we're we're on to the Clancy, which uh, is a was that a Pilsner? No. It is a cream ale. Cream ale. Cream right, ale. Yeah. And it's another one. It's a light golden color. Yeah, definitely lighter than the um, uh, ESP. I'm getting a lot less on the head. A lot less on the carbon. Like, the carbonation, I really got to give it a good solid swirl to get. The clarity is a lot better than the uh, yeah the ESP. What are you guys getting on the nose? I'm getting a lot of... Uh, I swear to God, I smell like, milk chocolate, but I'm, I might I, be having a stroke. <laughs> That's why I fucking asked. I'm smelling I, the same I, thing. I wouldn't say milk chocolate, but uh, it's. I get a lot of fruit. I don't know. I'm trying to f- determine what fruit it is that I'm smelling. I swear to God, I taste milk chocolate. It, the first time, the first one that I took a, a whiff of, I swear right, to God, it smelled. Yeah, now now I'm getting. Yeah, I'm getting. It smelled like Easter candy. Yes. Like the first, Fuck like, yeah. Like, wow. You know, like the Easter basket. Like the first time that I took a whip, that's what it smelled like. I'm like, holy shit. It's, what the yeah, fuck it is it smells that smell? Like, it smells like chocolate, eggs, and jelly beans. Yeah, right? Okay. Hold on. We're skipping a very important fucking point here with the Clancy. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. He put jelly beans really in it. Really fucking important. It is a cream ale brewed with white chocolate. Uh, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. We're not stroking out. Everybody, stop dialing nine one one. No one stopped. No one dialed nine one one. We're All not right. having a stroke. All right. All right. Okay. Because I was that makes you, so you, confused. You, you smelled it. Right? That yeah. makes total sense. When I first smelled it, I was like, I was, you know, again, okay. We're yeah. studying studying for the BJCP class. Essentially, I'm I'm off flavor hunting every time I smell a beer, which is not the, exactly the right thing to do, but it's where my brain's at. And I'm like, it's kind of musty. It's kind of this. And then I settled on milk chocolate, and then I'm like, okay, cool. It's chocolate. Oh my god! No, it's it smells like the like a like a Easter bunny can yeah. chocolate no. that you would you would crack a you know after you eat oh. the ears off because that's the first thing that you eat. Where the butt? 
I was always the years guy. I, break yeah. the years off, eat the years. I don't know. I, I pretty much. But, I don't remember what I eat first because I eat it so quickly. It doesn't ever. It's even still really messing exist. with me. It's still messing with me that I'm smelling. You unhinge your jaws while the bio. It is snake. It is crazy. But think, the thing about it was, I didn't dislike the fla- the smell, and I or the aroma. And I didn't dislike the uh, the flavor. It I haven't just, even tried it yet. I it just know. wasn't what I was thinking of when you told me I was about to. Drink or drink or smell a cream ale, but now that we know there's white chocolate in it, it changes everything. Yeah. So yes, the aroma is definitely has a chocolate aroma to it. It's freaky too because there's zero color involved. So like when you see something and you, it's what you expect to see, and you smell it, and it's not what you expect to smell. It's a little interesting. Um, you guys try it. I don't want to say anything about the flavor. Do you drink it yet? Yeah. All right. Now that he's had a, had a sip of it, what do you what are you thinking? Uh. Yeah, it's 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 That's interesting. Really it the it it tastes like it smells, honestly. It, it it's exactly like that. That's what? really weird. It's it tastes like a fucking Easter bunny. <laughs> like it tastes like the chocolate Easter bunny. Like I have no <laughs> Show other... me show me on the on the on the pocket where the, the, the Easter bunny touched you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it it tastes like the cho- it tastes like liquid Easter like it does. chocolate bunnies from the Easter. Like it's really fucking weird. It's not it's the weird good, me out, man. It's not it's not the good Cadbury. It's not the good Cadbury ones like cuz Cadbury ones taste like chocolate. It's one of those off-brand ones that doesn't quite no, taste they, like chocolate. They melted down yeah, like they, Palmer. They melted yeah, down Palmer the leftover chocolate into uh, chocolate sanus. Yeah. But I like this. I don't dislike how it tastes. I will agree that it is odd, especially again. I think it's a visual thing. I think we're looking at this, and it looks like it's going to be a standard cream ale. It has all the trappings of a standard cream ale. It's very, very light. And then you taste it, and it has this adjunct in it, which we discussed earlier. Right. You know, barrage. You're going to taste every adjunct exactly how you're supposed to. This is exactly what a white chocolate cream ale should taste no, it like. It tastes exactly like white chocolate, and it's kind of freaking me out. Like I. <laughs> I but don't know. Like, can you I, like heart is beating faster than can, it should right now. Do you like, have a, but do you have a fear boner? No, no fear boner <laughs> okay. this time. Don't make me check. I won't actually do that. <laughs> yeah, you if you ask me to. Um, so, I think that, that it, there's not much more to say about it. it. It tastes like white chocolate and a cream ale were put together. I, I personally enjoy it. Um, if we're going to go ratings on it, you know, and not to say you two have to rate it right now, but I'm going to call it a bomber. Um, I'm intrigued by it. It tastes really good. I think I'm going to stop after two. Um, what do you What do you think, Mark? I mean, you haven't really expounded on what you think it tastes like. I've been freaking out over it here. It definitely nails what it is, but as far as my personal preference, it's just a pint. Like, the one pint, I'm good. I want to move on. I want to have something else. But the flavor is 100% what is on the label what on I'm, the board whatever you want to call it it like like okay cream ale with white chocolate that's this what i'm blown away by is two things one who the fuck thinks to put white chocolate in a cream ale obviously steve well, did thank you i appreciate that my point in that was it's it i would never think to do that and two how did he get the white chocolate in there I would imagine that it was like the little like discs that you can like buy, the non, for, like a non-peralbics of with no for, uh, nothing's on. No, no, like, no, like the, the, the discs that you can uh, buy for casting your own chocolate. Oh, okay, yeah, they're like little medallions. They're like quarter size. Yeah, but when do you when do you add that? Is the boil? 
I don't know when he added it. I know when I don't know when he added it. I'm asking when you would add it. I wouldn't because it's not something that I would be like. I want to put that in beer. Yeah, I'm just impressed that that this was a, even a thought. Yeah, as always, like again, whenever Steve says that there's gonna be a flavor in a beer, like you know it's gonna be present, and that's what's going on here. That being said, it kind of weirds me out. You're very unsettled by this. I, I really am. Like, like I haven't been this disturbed by a flavor in a long, long time. Um, it's probably a taster for me because I really don't. Really, it's. I don't like white chocolate. I'm not. I like. Give me dark chocolate. Give me extra dark chocolate. I don't really like white chocolate. It's not a flavor I like. And white chocolate is actually even technically a chocolate, right? Which is a pedantic argument, but that's not what I'm going for right now. Anyway. Right. White chocolate is just fat. Right. Um, the flavor, it's its incredible how he crafted this together. And I, so, again, not as quality statement, but, like, I'm going to finish no, it's, this. No, it's firmly in the mindfuckery of white stout sort of category. Yeah, right. We had we were up at, um, was it Long Island Poorhouse? Or what's the one on Port Jeff? Yeah, Poorhouse. That we had a... Um, it looked like a. It looked like this, but it tasted like a stout or something. Like yeah, it, it, white the, stout. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't white stout, that was from, but but yeah. But we had something like that, and it just kind of screwed with my brain a little bit. Um, I don't think that's what's occurring here. It's just a really weird flavor. Like white chocolate is just not the flavor for me. Um, but it's extremely prominent and it's really well done, and it, I think it just gets a little sweeter than I really like. Which is saying something, considering it's me. Right. How much sweet I like. Um, so it's kind of freaking me out. I'm going to go with the taster, but, again, super creative. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm impressed at the, uh, honestly, just the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, but really, it smells like an Easter basket. It's really <laughs> freaking me out. That <laughs> That's sense. the best descriptor so far. I'm having, like, uh... What are you having? Flashback. Like, Flashbacks to uh, working in Party City. Why? The smell. Yeah, the smell of chocolate, like the smell of the Easter basket. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I mean, I think I've been in Party City maybe three or four times my whole life. So. Yeah, all, all the it smells like the uh, the aisle of all the leftover uh, Halloween candy or Easter candy. You know, at the end of the season when they're trying to clear out. Considering that we've you know we've done snack cakes and. Uh, Potentially some other uh, items. What Easter candy wise? Like what? What do you guys go for? Oh man, uh, cinnamon jelly beans. Is that no, an Easter thing? No, the best jelly beans are Starburst jelly beans. And if anybody says otherwise, I will fight them. I'll agree with you on that because the Starburst jelly beans actually taste like flavors and not just like jelly bean. But my personal favorite is the crispy eggs. You mean the ones with the shell on it, right? No, no, no. Like the, the little oh, chocolate eggs. The that, crackle eggs. Yeah, crackle eggs, right. Yeah, they're, or, uh, you know, not crackle, but what's the other uh, crunch bar? Nestle Crisp. Yeah, oh, like Nestle crisp, Crunch yeah. Bar or crisp, like those. Like they got the little bit of the rice crisp in there. Like those are my favorite. Like I could just go through a whole bag of those. And But I love Robin's eggs also. Like I I don't discriminate against candy. Like I like candy. I obviously don't either, but my favorite candy, if I were going to pick one thing to eat, candy for the rest of my life Reese's Minis 
would be the Cadbury, um, the Cadbury eggs, but not the ones with the cream in it. The little ones with the candy eggshell on it with the milk chocolate underneath. Yeah, the Robin's eggs. That's yeah, oh, I'm those are Robin's eggs? Yeah, okay. Robin's eggs. I'm not kidding. I, in past years, have eaten pound bags oh, in yeah. a sitting. Absolutely. Me too. Which is silly because it's literally milk chocolate with that stupid candy shell on it. But for some reason, that but candy shell adds so much to it. Oh yeah, no, the, those are Rob- the ones that like kind of feel a little powdery on the outside. Yup. Yeah, those are Robin's eggs. Absolutely. Yeah, I've polished off way too much of that while driving. Yeah, I will eat those. Jelly beans. Um, let's be honest. The only candy that really sucks is like Mary Jane's. Twizzlers blow too. Are you a Red Vines guy? No, no, those are, I, also I don't, I, those are terrible. Okay. Yeah, you're just not just not a liquor, red licorice person. I'm not a especially black like, licorice in general is shitty. Don't get me wrong; I have one one Twizzler every now and then. Yeah, but I'm not red vines. It's one of those things where I'll eat one of them, like one whole one, and then I'll question like why I'm even alive. <laughs> like, why did I just eat that? What the fuck is wrong are? with me? Where do you fall? Are you a Twizzler or red vines? I no, I don't he like either of them. Hates really? Them. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, I. Like, Licorice maybe, is... again, going back to the the Starburst thing, like, the, there's the Starburst variety of twisty sort Oh, of I haven't things. had that. I would probably I dig on that. Like, those, all right, if I have to. <laughs> but there's so many other choices. If you have a favorite candy and that everybody needs to know about, please let us know. We should make a candy, a beer with candy. Like a hard candy of some sort. Not... Apple Jolly Rangers. <laughs> or we should. Were we should send, original? We should. <laughs> wow. What was that? Were this original? original. <laughs> that would be a good one. That's a good idea. I do love Werther's originals. All right. I'm an old man at heart. I love hard candy. <laughs> Speaking of old men, how about Hoochie Mama there, our brown ale? <laughs> Hoochie Mama. Um, we poured this out, and it, it's pretty pretty damn dark. I mean, it's dark. It's, it's I would say black. dark brown. No, it it's dark brown. Black. It's um, firmly black. Maybe not dark black. I would say it's dark brown is where I would go. Yeah, I wouldn't call it black. Nah. Especially because if you look at the edges of the glass, you can definitely see brown. Yeah, if light, black? T- if you, light, nah, bla- light black? Light black is somewhat black. accurate. I think somewhat. it's a lighter than light black. I'll take any opportunity I can to call something light black, and I swear to God after I pass the exam yeah. that I'm going to start calling shit light black on, on actual score sheets <laughs> and just confuse people. <laughs> it definitely has some... Uh, Garnet or yeah. ruby uh, highlights. To I will. It. I will contend that you can't have those without it being brown, because black is devoid of light. Um. Anyway, what did anybody smell this thing yet? It smells like chocolate, like good chocolate note. Not not the white chocolate that we just had. It smells like dark chocolate. It smells like yeah, yeah. A um, little bit of roast in there, but it smells, is, yeah, it definitely. When you smells, say chocolate in a beer, this is what I'm expecting. It's, it smells like a Hershey bar. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. A, I, I get a little more dark um, on it than yeah, a Hershey it's bar. The, it's the dark. It's the Hershey extra dark. So, this is a double. Or, sh- uh, the one with the red. The one with the red stripe on the on the cover. Or uh, my uh, my lint uh, chili pepper infused chocolate bars. <sighs> That's fucking dope. Never had those. <laughs> Mark gave me like one square of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's life changing. Anyway, this is a double chocolate brown ale. Not quite group. as good as the chili pepper Kit Kats, but not still, quite not quite still, as Asian still, as it either. Uh, <laughs> still, still in Doesn't the uh, come the realm. in Chinese. Or this Korean. is a double chocolate brown ale brewed with Bosco chocolate syrup, specifically. That's it. Oh, okay, Bosco. Okay. Damn son. 
Yeah, that that once I read that, that can I uh, make an egg cream with this? I yes, bet you, you can. can. I bet you can. Yes, you can. Oh, dude, egg creams are so good. I can't drink them because of the consistency. Yeah, it's too thick. My favorite is there's a there's an episode of West Wing where they give the president where they give Martin Sheen the president um, an egg cream, and the guy who plays Toby, who's from supposed to be from Brooklyn, goes, you know. It's called an egg cream. We invented it in Brooklyn a long time ago. There actually are some good things that aren't from New England because <laughs> the character, because the president character is from New Hampshire. Yeah, you know, and he's like, you should, he's like, that's blasphemy. Be you be quiet about that. It's <laughs> yeah. like this is amazing. It's called it's called you know seltzer water and and, and, sure, and chocolate syrup. It's delicious. Like yeah, it's called an egg cream. We've had them in Brooklyn a long time. Right? <laughs> And when I taste this, I think that the Bosco chocolate syrup is definitely like exactly what it is. It's that sort of bitterish uh, chocolate. Yeah, you you want really good chocolate syrup though. You got to get the Ubet chocolate syrup, the Fox's Ubet chocolate syrup. Never heard of it. Trust me, Fox's Ubet chocolate syrup is way better than any other chocolate syrup you've ever had. All right, that I'm down. You, you make that you make an egg cream with that. You may. You may convert, like, right then. All right? You're going to give up Jesus, and you're going to come to that. Speaking of converting, Alive as a Five was canceled this past week. I heard. Because the of the rain. weather. Yes. And apparently that meant that the Jehovah's Witnesses decided to canvass the neighborhood. I'm sorry? In place. So at, uh, like, 5 to 9 on Thursday night, they yeah. decided to knock on my door. What did you do about this problem? Well, I tried to ignore them, and, and they knocked again. And I was like, guys, I appreciate it, but get out the hell out of here. Yeah, it's almost 9 o'clock. Come on, guys. When I first moved into the house, I had uh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints knock on the door. Right. I, have so, tell you, yeah. I have to tell you, is that the Mormons. same thing? No, no, no. Oh. That's, uh, are, they, Mormons. are they Mormons? Okay, yeah, Mormons. all right, cool. And it goes along with it. I, and I'll be honest, now that you say that I did know that, but in the moment I didn't, I really didn't you know, yeah. catch that. They were the nicest fucking people. I talked to this girl for like 20 minutes, and she kept asking me what I thought about God. It doesn't matter what I what I think about it, but she was so accepting of my ideas, and I like talked to her about her ideas, and it was pretty wild to have this yeah. conversation, and I was like, look, I'll be honest with you. You seem really nice, but there's no chance there's gonna, you're going to gain any traction right here, so yeah. you know I'm going to let you go, and she was like, oh, that's so nice that you're thinking about my time, and I felt bad, but the whole <laughs> thing, I was almost like, fucking, I'm in, but I- Let's I, go, yeah. can't you- yeah, I was like, all right, Mormons, I'm going to Africa. Let's Here's go. my penis. Yeah. <laughs> so we, uh, but it, yeah, I can't, I can't handle the, uh, I can't believe nine o'clock at night. That's, that's pretty late to be knocking. Yeah, on, that's pushing like, it. If I, if I knocked on your door at nine o'clock at night, I would feel bad. Right. Yeah. Be honest, if I showed up at your house at nine o'clock at night, I wouldn't knock. I would just walk in. Well, I would, I would knock and then walk in, but yeah. it would be, I would feel bad about it at the same time. Um, A little bit. So back to the Hooshi Mama. Episode four, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you get. Yeah, we um, get a little distracted. Sometimes. And you yeah. like it, too. There, there was some shiny shit, like, over there we, we looked at. Anyway, th- th- I enjoy this, but I think that what I'm not digging on is the, the, the chocolate syrup quality to it. I think that it's, it's very prevalent, and I think that it's exactly what it's supposed to be. I also think it has all the good qualities of a, uh, a brown ale. I'm not sure that I like them all together. I think it's a little bit too uh, bitter in the finish for me. I think it's what it's. It, that's what it's supposed to be, though. though. I wouldn't say it's bitter. But I'm not it definitely bitter has the. the uh, it, it's it's got the chocolate syrup sort of twang, for lack of any better vocabulary for it. No, that's a good word for it. I think. 
That yeah, that's what I'm describing as bitter. Bitter probably isn't a fair um, uh, a fair way to put that. Yeah, no, it's it's coming off as cho- it's coming off as chocolate syrup. A lot of chocolate syrup flavor, and it's a little off putting. Now maybe that's the fact that we've had so many beers today already. A lot of beers. That what this is uh, beer number fifteen or so. Sixteen. Well, more than that actually, but yeah. Yeah, it's seventeen. One plus one plus two plus one. <laughs> yes, you see it. Yeah. Um, no, it, we've had a, quite a few different varieties. To have this beer late in the day, I feel is a little much. Um, I feel like had we had this maybe in the first episode, I'd probably enjoy it a bit more. But that being said, it still comes off as a little bit cloyingly sweet, and. It's not really. It's not really hitting the note that I want with it right now. It's just a bit heavy in the heavy-handed in the in the chocolate syrup flavor for me. I'll uh, I'll kick off the ratings. I'm gonna give it a pint. And again, not a quality uh, thing. I think this is a quality beer. I do agree that uh, palate fatigue probably plays a little bit into the rating. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, I kind of want. I want to have one. I'm I'm glad I had this. It it it's a an experience of a beer. And I'll probably have another one in the future for sure. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't mentioned it in a while, but like to make a milkshake with a beer, this would be great. Oh yeah, or like a, an ice cream. Yeah, like I, I've I've talked a couple times on the show about making uh, a Guinness milkshake. Yeah, yeah. Like I think a milkshake be... or a float with this would be good. Yeah, I also I'd be think it that. would be good in waffles or pancakes. The flavor would come through a lot more. Than, than other beers, yeah. Yeah, to get that chocolate <laughs> syrup flavor in there, be great. But freak me out. <laughs> for me personally, just as far as drinking it, it comes off a little too much. So it's going to be a pint for me, and that's about it at most. Stretch it to a pint. Yeah, it's a pint all around on this one. Yeah. I just, uh, it just seems one note to me. Yeah, the one note is is exactly what is described. So, yeah. I'm I'm down for it, but it uh it, no, I agree it's, with that. It's yeah, definitely is as advertised, but it's also not enjoyable or complex enough for me to really want to drink more than a glass. Makes sense, but yeah. uh, as as usual, all the flavors that were like you said as advertised came through in all three of the beers we had. Yeah. Um. On uh, a homebrew news front, we uh, recently had the uh, National Homebrew Conference where the second round of the National Homebrew Competition takes place. We had uh, a number of people locally that were that made it into uh, the second round, but we had two, uh, actually three, uh, winners. We had uh, two different beers. We had a, a Roggen beer from Alexander Lemp, that uh, a member of ASLIC, Association of Long Island Homebrew Clubs. Woo! <laughs> Gold medal in German wheat beer, so... First place. That's pretty insane. I don't know Alexander personally. With I think a beer I... that doesn't have any rye in it. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Any wheat in it. It has plenty of rye. What did I say? You said no no rye. Oh, yes. I'm drunk. Yes, the opposite of that. German wheat beer, uh, one with a, a, a literally a more than 50% probably rye beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> take that, Tom. That's right. <laughs> And uh, Category 20 Saison, we had Paul Scrum and Nick Rosenberg from LIBME um, win uh, the gold medal there as well. 
So first place for that as well. So we have Congrats, two. Guys. Yes, we have two two um, Long Islanders take home first place for National Homebrew, which according to the email I got from Greg Kelly, so blame him if this is wrong. But the first time the two Long Islanders brought home the uh, gold medals in the same year. Next year in. Uh, It'll be in Providence, and uh, we're hoping to make ASLIC, again, Association of Long Island Homebrew Clubs, if you're following along with the, uh, um, what is it, the uh, first letters of everything? Acronym. What is that called? Acronym. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you're following along with the acronym, uh, we're trying to make that the Homebrew Club of the Year. We'll see if we can do that. ASLIC. <laughs> I can't say the words without hearing Frank say it. The president of LIBB, I can't hear him not say it, so... <laughs> I uh, I enjoy that, but anyway, congratulations, guys. Uh, hopefully, at some point, uh, Martin... I look forward to aping your recipes from Zymergy. Exactly, and an oatmeal stout won the uh, the beer of the year, or the you know the beer uh, maker of the year, brewer of the year, that thing. There no you doubt. go. So uh, I'll uh, steal that recipe as well and see if I can do nice. it. But so, All right. Rip, before we kick off, you know, as we've mentioned, we're getting closer to our hundredth episode. We are. And our two-year anniversary. We are. Now, last year for our anniversary, did we do the beer of the years for last year? Yes. Or was that our... And we still haven't given Larry his award. We need to give Larry his award. It's been so long, he's actually asked me. When I saw him at the the uh, the Meadery fundraiser, he asked me... Award. Okay. I'm sorry, Larry. I'm sorry for giving it to you. A, we should get Larry his award. It's on a shelf upstairs. Somewhere. Here's the thing. So now that I'm a, I'm a distinguished mug club member at Spiderbite, I will I will bring him his award. Okay. A, we need to get Larry his award for last year. But are we going to do beers of the year for us again? You bet your sweet bit we are. For, uh, at, for second anniversary? Yes. All right. Excellent. So we're going to start uh, looking into that then. We sure are. All right. If guys and gals, if you have a recommendation for something that we really enjoy that we should put up for Beer of the Year, you should reach out and contact us. What would be really cool is if we had a fan Beer of the Year as well. So I would if we can it. drum up enough interest, if we get three people to, to write in for their Beer three. of the Year, if we get ah, three ah, people, ah, ah. I'm kidding. We need a little more than that, but we, we're hoping. Five. Yeah, we're hoping for. Ah, ah, you ah, could ah, hit us up at any one of the places you can find us. Email, whatever, right. and we'll we'll compile. Email as well. the social media six three one seven two zero. Mark almost did that off the top of his head. Almost, it was so almost. close. so close, so close. All right, say the whole thing again. Oh yeah, I wasn't even close. Six three one six zero five seven two four zero. There were some sevens. You were fine. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. Let us know what you think should be our, our beer of the year this for the uh, for 2017, 2018. Yes. Fiscal year. Fiscal year 2017, 2018. All right, everybody. All we're right. going to go try to sober up and eat some pork. Cheers. Mm, Cheers, everybody. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.